Good afternoon and a happy Saturday to all of you out there. For Muhammad, I am Matt, and together we are the muddied we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom. How you doing today, Muhammad? I'm doing amazingly well. How are you doing, Matt? I, I am I am doing well today. It is I don't care what you say, cold here in Florida with a high of fifty-five. Um, as always, we'd like to thank Low Tide Kava Bar for the kava that we will be drinking it's throughout the show. It is great kava. It is absolutely great kava. I got. I was muddy last night. Yeah, I can tell. I, I was really muddy last night. We went to um, uh, training at a new kava bar that's getting ready to open up here called Grassroots, and um, yeah. I just, yeah, usually he hangs out with me whenever he shows up at Low Tide, but he... Uh, he was there for like two minutes, and he was like, yeah, I got to go, man. I can't be here. I can't be here. I, I had to leave. I came home, and I just passed out. Uh, but let's do a quick bula to start the show today. All right. All right. Shells up. Bula. bula. We have a uh, very packed show today, as we tend to do. And I'm actually going to spring something on Muhammad that he didn't know I was going to talk about. But uh, this week... Muhammad was named one of the top 15 libertarians of 2016. So I just want to give him a round of applause. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Woo! Woo! You're on the list with uh, Tom Woods. Mm-hmm. And, this, uh, was, uh, this was the list by uh, Chris Johncox at um, Liberty Hangout. If you guys haven't uh, followed that page yet, they're pretty good. Um, very controversial people. Um, yeah, but some of the names on that list, it's not surprising. Yeah, they're, the, um, the people there, they're all ANCAPs. Um, they like to stir things, and I, I personally like that. Um, so they, they've had a, a lot of complaints kind of with some of the people on the list. I'm sure I was on the complaints, like, who the fuck's this guy? Right. Um, I, I can imagine some of the other people that were on that list mm-hmm. that uh, yeah, had well, some complaints. Yeah, one of the, most, one of the, big, the, the complaints I've seen most often uh, is our good friend here in Florida, um, Augustus. My, my, my good buddy, Augustus Invictus. Yeah. <laughs> my good friend, Augustus Invictus. Um, yeah, I don't really want to go into Augustus. He gets more credence than I want him to have anyway. Yeah, but, we don't uh, have to. He, I do know Augustus, uh, but... Yeah, so just congratulations to everybody on the list. Tom Woods, the professor, mm-hmm. as I like to call him. Somebody I look up to. Yeah, look up to him a lot, and... Uh, Couple other people. Eric July was on there. Eric uh, July, Seamus um, um, uh, McNamus, yeah, sure. from Liberty Tunes. Another from Liberty great, Tunes, great yeah, one. another great page to follow. They yeah. they uh, they they make short cartoon Liberty type videos. Um, he and Eric July just did one. Yep. This yeah. Week. Yeah. 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 Yes. yeah. That was pretty great. Yeah. Um, and uh, what was the other one? Um, uh, a. Austin Peterson was on there. Austin Peterson um, was on there. Justin Maldo, which I think yeah. I think he's is the founder. Um, or one of the founders, excuse me, he is one of the founders of Liberty Hangout. So all around, it was pretty cool that they uh, they put me there because um, you know just gets our name out there. So I'm pretty excited about yeah, that. Yeah, no, absolutely. I was uh, I, I, I was beaming with pride when I saw <laughs> that my brother from a Muslim mother was on that list. Um, but to get start off with the stuff that uh, we're going to be talking about today, first we're going to talk about Glenn Greenwald, and we all remember him from breaking the Ed Snowden story. Um, he was the reporter that broke that, uh, but he reported this week that the Washington Post um, has 
with their articles on fake news, mm-hmm. when they did the list of fake news sites, which turned out to be fake, fake, <laughs> uh, and then they did a story not too long ago about Russia hacking a power plant in Vermont. <laughs> Uh, and how that was part of the Russian hacking thing and uh, their cyber warfare against Mm -hmm. us, which turned out to be malware on the computer that ran the thing, which I'm just going to assume came from somebody watching porn on that computer when they weren't supposed to. Yeah. Uh, So that story turned out to be fake, Mm -hmm. but then the Washington Post reported that they had shown profit for the first time Mm -hmm. in a while. Like, they were able to boast large profits, Mm -hmm. And Glenn Greenwald was saying, well, right, they put out these fake stories, people share them, their advertisers get more clicks and mm-hmm. views, and I'm not actually 100% sure how all of that works, no. but uh, they were able to gain profit because these were two of the largest shared stories yeah. of the year, and they uh, were, well, fake. I'm just going to guess it works by you, you either share or press on the article um, all the ads that are that are either popped up or embedded in the page is how they make their money. Um, right. And then what they ended up they ended up uh, apologizing or recanting they, some of it, but nobody saw them. Nobody, right? yeah, nobody really. They they did. Uh, they put on. Oh yeah, this turned out to be an untrue. But the <laughs> article had already been shared so many times, and people read it. I was at a low tide the other day, and somebody said, "Hey, what happened with the Russia hacking of the power plants?" No, that wasn't a real thing. Yeah, it was fake. It yeah. was somebody was probably watching porn on their own computer, got a virus, and it shut it down. Well, they they hacked it by playing Fallout Four, and then they did the mini. <laughs> right? They, yeah, they, <laughs> they did the mini hacking game in there. CNN. <laughs> CNN did a report on Russian hacking in, in their... Uh, Little background in image. The, the background image yeah. is from Fallout 4. And it's just like, we just aren't even trying anymore, are we? Yeah, I was like, really? Like, you're going you're, you're gonna to put a, a picture of the, the, the hacking uh, the, the hacking minigame out of Fallout 4? Where you just... It's like, uh, it tells you how, like, I don't know, it tells you a couple of letters and, like, you just press through them, you get a couple of tries, and if it doesn't work, you back up. So that's what the Russians did, you know, like, right. the, you know, Sergey, Sergey, you, you, have, you have to hack this. Oh, <laughs> oh, I have one try left. Oh, you back up from the console and get into it again. That's how the game works. So Russia is uh, pretty amazing with their hacking skills, I'm just going to say. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the... The whole fake news thing is out of control, and the Washington Post has now figured out how to profit on it, which is amazing since, you know, uh, Star and National Inquisitor and all those have been around for so long. (laughs) (laughs) Inquirer. (laughs) There is an Inquisitor and an Inquirer. There there are two. Um, I read both of their headlines while I'm in the grocery line. What are you you supposed to do there? I like knowing who's possibly having sex with somebody else just as much as the next person. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so the Washington Post figuring out how to profit on people's gullibility, essentially. And then telling us that it's all fake. Check your sources. Yeah, definitely check your sources. And apparently, if it comes from the Washington Post, don't believe it. Mm -hmm. Um, But that was something I've been told for a very long time anyway. So, whatever. Um, Moving on. uh, Moving on, we do have uh, the Ethics Committee. um, 
We do have the ethics committee uh, restructuring possibility that kind of happened. The GOP mm-hmm. went in and said, hey, I think that we need to uh, change up the uh, Office of Congressional Ethics. And mm-hmm. This is the office that was started by the Democrats in 2008. Yeah, something like that. Two congressmen, two or three congressmen went to prison because of what the committee found. Mm-hmm. Um, and now the GOP was like, well, I think that we don't need that. Yeah. And... That's because there's nothing ethical in Congress anyways. Well, true. I'm being, I'm I mean, being, uh, yeah, I'm being I mean true. There is nothing ethical <laughs> going on in Congress right now. <laughs> but at the same time, it's also like, you know, you're there to represent us. Yeah. The Office of Congressional Ethics is a independent body. Mm-hmm. You leave that. It is a good it is a good fail safe. So something I've been really that I've been just thinking about inside my head recently as, you know, an anarcho-capitalist, no government person. Um, you know, uh, I hate government and any, any, every single bit of it. But, uh, so I saw, um, I saw this, um, this, uh, story one time and there's a video of it. This judge, I don't, I think she was in, I don't remember, maybe New York. And, um, she, uh, it was juvenile court. She was sucking all these kids that were really in trouble and were, were about like, so they're going to go to, um, like, Juvie, and, and it was like a 10-minute video. She was a great speech, man, and she's talking to these kids about why, like, how important it is to, like, respect yourself and, like, respect where you're from and your family and society and all that. She had a, she had a body bag, and she was like, I don't want to see you kids in this. So me personally as much as i hate the government i will say this there are good people in government that are trying you know um but obviously the you know if the government has power a lot of bad people also try to will go to uh, uh will get elected to office to have control of that power um but it's it, i don't think it was a good idea for them to try to get rid of the ethical committee because obviously no. someone's trying to do something. Right. I mean, if I ran for office, if you ran for office, I would trust, I really would trust you and, and some people I know in my life to do the best they can. Right. Um, so I can't say that everybody in the government's bad. I do think government is totally inefficient. Um, but to just get rid of it, not that's not in my book, to be honest. No, absolutely not. I think that there needs to be somebody checking them because they aren't checking themselves, mm-hmm. which is obvious with the out-of-control spending, with you mm-hmm. know, not listening to the people when they're making their votes, yeah. you know, when they're not actually representing us and they're just doing what they feel is best and not what we actually want for the country. Mm-hmm. So I, do- I don't know. I think um, if you really are so worried about spending, there's a lot of other things they can cut out of spending. Oh, absolutely. When they do those, you know... I don't remember Rand Paul's list, Festivus, last year. and 2016 or 2015? Like 15. There was like a, something about research done on animal sexuality or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, what? Maybe it was panda bears or penguins. I don't remember, but I was like, what? They also did, they did that study and they did that study back in 2015 or 2014. I don't remember which one. And... The government paid for a study to figure out why there were so many obese lesbians. They actually paid for a study to find out why 
there was an inordinate number of obese lesbians. They didn't get it up dance therapy. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, their dance therapy uh, wasn't working, apparently. Uh, but, you know, it's like, why are we studying this stuff? Like, why Why is this taxpayer-funded yeah. studies? Yeah. You know, it just doesn't really make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I do think... Get rid of government, but on the way to getting rid of the government while we're making it smaller and cutting down, there's a lot of things we can cut down on before we cut out things like, um, whatchamacallit, um, before we cut out things like um, uh, like this ethics office, mm-hmm. or even, honestly, I agree with Rand Paul. I would not. Shocker. I would not take away, <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to take away personally, I wouldn't want to take away a single cent out of welfare for the people until we take until we remove welfare for corporations honestly um okay. but you know get rid of it all first this is one of the one things he said early on when he was running he said i would not take away a single cent out of welfare until we get rid of corporate welfare i agree with that they get way too many subsidy tax breaks well not i, I like tax breaks uh let me take that back subsidies i hate that subsidies um, you know, regulatory capture, get rid of all that first, you know, and then look at welfare. Um, speaking of welfare, uh, so, so I don't get, we don't get too far off of, um, our agenda here. Um, Norway, um, something that I really agree with, Norway is, um, testing out a, a new, it's not new, but it's a, it's not tried often where they have some of their, uh, recipients of welfare, which is really everybody, but they're trying to do, um, uh, a basic income. Yeah, um, you were telling me about that. Yeah, basic income. And I love that idea. I would love to do basic income on the way to getting rid of welfare completely. Because doing a basic income, you would make the government smaller and reduce the tax burden. Um, because you don't need WIC, um, food stamps, Medicare, all that stuff. What, how that works is you get rid of Every single system right now that's in place for welfare and you take all that money that really gets wasted in the bureaucracy and administration of them and you give that, you take all that money, you give that as a blank check, well not a, you know, you give that check then to the people to use that money as they see fit. I agree with that much more than I, than I do with having this big bureaucracy, blah, blah, blah. No, no, get, get rid of that all. And... Cut down on the taxes, cut down on the big waste in the in the bureaucracy, give them the check, let them handle it. You know? That's now, my opinion on it. And I see that, but the only problem that I would have with that is you would have the people that you were like, okay, you get your basic income. So here's your basic income. There you go. And then they would go out and they would potentially, you know, they would some would go out and they'd spend it on food and mm-hmm. rent and electricity, but then you'd have the other side of it with the people who don't spend it on those things, and they're like, "Well, we need more money," mm-hmm. which which happens, anyways. Right, which does but happen. Anyways. Which which is why I do think, hey, make it better for the people that are trying to lift themselves out of poverty through using welfare. You know, because yeah, people will take a three hundred dollar, um, uh, what you might call it, food stamp card, use about one hundred fifty to two hundred of it, sell the rest of it at fifty cents on a dollar. And use the rest of the money to buy drugs or whatever else they're trying to do. So, yeah, it happens. It does happen. Um, but I think most people aren't trying to do that. And I think, personally, you know, I just think make it easier on the other guys, you know. Um, but that's, that's, that's my opinion on it. 
Um, what do we have next to speak on? Uh, we got Russia. Russia. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're, we're always talking about Russia here. Mm -hmm. It seems like, um, but so this past week, uh, well, we've been talking about Russia for the last three weeks. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but now, uh, Obama has put troops on the front line in Lithuania and Latvia, Estonia, Latvia, Estonia. Yeah. Those are um, like three Baltic states in between Poland right. and Russia. And for those of you who saw the movie Encino Man, that's where he was from, was Estonia. <laughs> At least that's what they said. Uh, but, yeah, so he has now put troops on the front line because Russia was essentially playing war games. Yeah. Um, and they tr allegedly, supposedly, I'm not 100% sure on the uh, validity of that, they uh, transported a nuke. And that was why Obama put the troops there. Mm. And I think I said this last week, uh, not 100% sure, but I think that all of this is just more of Obama attempting to make Trump look like he's pro-Putin. Because once Trump goes in, he's going to pull the troops out of there. He's going to lift the sanctions that we have on him. Yeah. You know, all of that's going to get pulled back, and everybody's going to say, see, he's pro-Putin. Return the ambassador Return and him. all the right. people. All of that's going to – all of that's going to – go away and or get returned whichever way you want to look at it and we're just everybody's gonna say see he's pro-putin obama's trying to stop this from happening and trump's just gonna let it go i think this is a really petty move um because for however long obama always drew the line in the sand mm -hmm. took a step back drew another one mm -hmm. and now he's trying to appear tough is what it seems like yeah yeah he's he, I, I honestly I'm not a big fan of Trump, but no, you're I like uh, I don't like the guy. But what happened to the smooth transition we were promised? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not, he. I, I honestly feel like he's just trying to. Um, what's the word I'm looking for when you're trying to just ruin it for somebody? Sabotage. Sabotage. I feel like he's yeah. just trying to sabotage uh, Trump's Trump getting back into you know in, in, or into the president, not back into the presidency. It's like everybody was freaking out, like. <gasps> Uh, Trump spoke with Taiwan's president. China's going to be pissed off. All the Democrats got scared. China didn't even care. China didn't like, care. I, like, China, yeah, China wants Taiwan. China thinks Taiwan's a part of them. Whatever. But, like, nothing really happened out of that. Like, did you see? China did not, like, didn't really, it was like, eh, it's ours, whatever. And, like, every, uh, and people were like, oh, shit, now we look bad. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a fucking phone call. Right. Nobody cares. <laughs> it's just a and the, and the other thing, like, you think Russia transporting a nuke within their own territory is crazy? What happened when that, when, um, do you, fuck, uh, well, that, that was, uh, um, nothing. Uh, JFK, <laughs> um, that was coffee. Uh, JFK, when, um, when, when, when the Soviets were installing nukes in Cuba threatening us, that was something we should worry about. But come on, nukes within your own boundaries? Who cares? Right. The, the whole point of MAD is no one's going to use it. Right. Yeah. Mutually assured destruction. I'm not going to use it because everybody else, including myself, is probably going to get bombed too. So yeah, that's the whole point of MAD. So what if they move it around? Right. Grow up. I mean, they're moving it within their own borders. So, I mean, who cares? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Obama's... Obama really made me really sad over the last couple of weeks. And I've defended him 
a couple times, you know, in restoring relations with um, with Cuba. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that might have been the best thing he did. Yeah, uh, commuting sentences for drug offenders, like coming out for free speech in defending the controversial conservative voice on campus saying they belong there. He's done some good stuff, but did the last couple of weeks, man. I don't. He's just been on my nerves. Oh yeah, I mean, what he's created? I believe it was eighteen regulations per every law on the book, which is just absolutely insane. Yeah, like, that's completely unnecessary. And the other thing that bugs me is, I he ran as a anti-war president. Mm-hmm. But then in 2016, he dropped 26,171 bombs. Totally. I mean, he dropped over 12,000 in Syria, over 12,000 in Iraq, uh, over 1,000 in Afghanistan, and then Libya, Yemen, Somalia, and Pakistan all had bombs dropped on them this year. This guy won the Nobel Peace Prize. Peace. Yeah. Yeah, he won the Nobel Peace Prize, and then he's dropping 26,000 bombs on people. That is not a peaceful person. That is not a peaceful president. No. And we all know about his kill list and his drone strikes and everything else that he's done. But, yeah. But that's not a war, is what what some people... What? Right. It's the same thing. You can't just be like, it's not a war. Like, what? Like, Allah, Iraq, OIF? No, like, obviously not. It's the same thing. You're still killing innocents. Right. It's because you're trying to get one person that might be the person you think he is. No, I'm sorry. Just dropping all these bombs is not peace. No. He's the, he's one, I think he's the, probably the first president ever to be at war every single day of him being in office. Right. Yeah. He, all eight years of his office, we have been, of his administration, we have been at war even though he said, I'm going to stop all of it. Yeah, my ass. Right. It just, and so this Russia thing, it's just him, I think it's him being petty and trying to put Trump in a situation, like you said, sabotage him, where Trump is going to have to make a decision to pull all of that back, and then it's going to make Trump look like he's very pro, uh, very pro Russia. Yeah, and funny, funny thing too. Um, <laughs> you know who even? You know who? You're. Uh, I'm gonna. You, you're not gonna be able to guess this one. Okay. Do you know who came? You know who supported uh, Obama on this and says we need to teach um, Russia? You know that we're 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 the man on the block. Basically, I'm paraphrasing. Like we're it. You know they can't mess with us. You know who who came out and supported him? Paul Obviously, Ryan. more Republican. No, not, no, 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 not Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan said he agreed with the sanctions and everything. Yeah, but no, I'm talking about somebody even more war hawkish than Paul Ryan. McCain. Nope. Freaking John Bolton came oh, out. Yeah, yeah John Bo- of all people. I was like, yeah, of course. Right. I mean, I could see it, but I was like, he really support. It is like with Obama. He shows he's consistent, so that's good. Like, uh, good on you wanting to bomb everybody, John right. Bolton. I am so glad he was not picked for Secretary of State. Yeah, I am so glad that he was not picked. Did I tell you how my friend, uh, uh, my friend uh, Kenny? He, he's he's my friend from Tennessee. Him and I ran into John Bolton. Oh, did you? Yeah. So we're at CPAC 2015, which I think it was like February 28th, March 2nd, or maybe 27th to the 1st, something like that. Yeah. And um, it was we and we saw also Gary Johnson that day. Said hi to him. 
But yeah, so we're walking. We were just walking down, I think, up from the exhibition hall. And then down by the media guys, there's Breitbart and everybody. And we're looking ahead of us. And then we see him. I was like, is that John Bolton? He's like, oh, my God. And like, like I can't do a Tennessee accent. But um, he hates, just like I do, he hates John Bolton. So we stop him. Straight up. Yeah, yeah. We stop him. We're like. Ambassador Bolton, and he like shakes her. He's like, "How are you, gentlemen, doing today?" Blah blah blah. We're like, "Good, good, good." And then Kenny says, "Hey, I'm wondering, why do you want to bomb everybody?" And like his face gets red. He gets mad. He walks off. And he looks back. He's like, "I don't want to bomb everybody." Like you liar. But that was the funniest thing I've ever seen Kenny done. It made my CPAC experience in 2015. That's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, he. And I'm not going to say John Bolton wants to bomb everyone. I'm just going to say John Bolton is very liberal with his bombing yes. desires. Yeah, yeah. At, at me being exceptionally nice on that one, he's just <laughs> extremely liberal with his bombing desires and wants. Um, he'd be happier if we had less bombs only because we used them. Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the economy gets better because there's more bombs being made. You know, yeah. we need bomb uh, manufacturers. Yeah, let's break the windows. Right. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> um, so moving on, uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I don't know much about I know very little about this. Uh, on New Year's Eve in Turkey, there was a uh, massacre at a, I believe it was like a nightclub. It was. Yeah, at a nightclub or something like that. Uh, ISIS was allegedly... The reason behind it, Probably. I know that there was a uh, American there mm -hmm. who got shot, mm -hmm. uh, and then he pretended to be dead. So, wow, they, yeah, and they, he got. I think I believe he was from New Jersey. I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, so thoughts? What do you got on that? Anything? Terrorism is bad. Terrorism bad, <laughs> which also goes into Fort Lauderdale. Even though I don't think that was terrorism, I don't think the Fort Lauderdale airport. Well, yeah, my buddy posted uh, the, the thing as it was happening, like, right after the guy got caught, and he was like, please don't be a Muslim. And I was like, well, dude, he was caught, so I don't think he was a Muslim. <laughs> I'm just being honest right, here. Yeah, I mean, he, he laid down. He did not, you know, mm -hmm. he laid down. Uh, Turns out he's a member of the military. We don't know much about him. Yeah, he, he was a guard member. Yeah, Esteban Rodriguez, maybe? Something like that. Yeah. yeah he was Santiago? Something like that. Yeah. yeah, you know, they're... I just... Per I, okay, so I was reading about it. The guy went to an FBI office and said that they were trying... That they, with the air quotes, uh, they were trying to get him to fight for ISIS. And he said that he heard voices telling him to fight for ISIS. And he said that he had a government-controlled mind. I think the dude's just nuts. I think he's like schizophrenic nuts. So I don't believe that was... A terrorist group. It is an act of terror, but it's not a terrorist group that did that. I think that dude was just freaking crazy. And Well, okay, so we're not conspiracy theorists on this show. I personally am not a conspiracy theorist, no, but... We landed on the moon. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, maybe ISIS has um, remote viewers that can, like, get into people's minds and tell them to do this. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. 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 I, I don't know. doubt it. I think the kid was probably schizophrenic and just yeah. decided that 
You know, he had the voice just saying, do it, do it, do it, do it, and he did it. It's pretty sad. Yeah. It's 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 just sad that we still have to deal with all this, even within he, our own borders. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's, it's just very sad. And since we are here in Florida, we always have the, uh, you know, it's mm-hmm. just there's always the fear that somebody we know was yeah. there. And as far as I know, luckily... As far as I know, nobody we knew was there. It's mm-hmm. still sad that five people. Well, Mackenzie was going to fly to there, but the next day. Right, yeah. 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 But still, it's it just hits close to home, especially when it happens, well, yeah. close to home. And, like, that, my issue that shows, like, when something like this happens doesn't fit the narrative is nobody had, and this happens, nobody had the turkey like flag on their old profile pictures and everything there's no outrage you know no one's standing with turkey and you know i've heard the whole well we're gonna um we're, we're gonna feel more sympathy towards people like us but like i don't think that's true i think that's a bullshit statement when somebody says well you know yeah they're 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 middle east you know turkish so we're not going to feel as empathetic towards them as we do towards French people, which terrorism is bad for everybody. Yeah, but I'm just like, just where's, where's the empathy for what's going on in Turkey? You have empathy for uh, Christian, uh, Christian, uh, Christian Arabs in the Middle East, which is a good thing. And like Iraq and Syria, what they have to deal with ISIS. But um, obviously that's a bullshit too, because I don't see anybody showing any empathy towards Christian Palestinians and their treatment in Israel. Sorry, I just have to throw that out there. They don't get much empathy from either. So it's 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 it, it really is this does not fit the narrative. Right. So we're not going to say anything or do anything about it. Right. Like when you had the when the uh, guy drove the truck into the German Christmas market. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everybody was like, "Oh, that was awful." You know, you had a lot of people saying, "My thoughts are with Germany." Uh, the truck that went through the parade in Nice, I believe it was, mm-hmm. in France. Yes. Um, you know, people were, oh, my thoughts with France when the uh, Hebdo attack happened, mm-hmm. my thoughts are with France, you know, that kind of thing. But the Turkey thing happens, the Turkey massacre happens, and you don't really hear about it. Nobody really yeah. cared. Yeah. You know, or it happens in Iraq, too. It happens in Syria. No one, no, nothing. New Year's Day, I saw more stuff about Mariah Carey melting down on national TV than I saw about the massacre in Turkey. And, I mean, granted, I've never liked Mariah Carey anyway. Like, she's talented, but I hate her music. Yeah. So I didn't give a crap about her forgetting the lyrics or being hammered on stage or whatever it was. And I cared more about the people who were killed over in Turkey. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I cared about the guy, you know, the American that was shot that pretended to be dead. Mm-hmm. I didn't care about Mariah Carey, but that was all anybody really posted. It's, yeah, it's sad, man. It's, yeah, it's just we have some strange motivations in what we care about. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. It's whatever fits the narrative for um, both sides, really. Um, um, so... Yeah. Anyway, terrorism's bad, so that's all that really matters on that. Mm-hmm. Um, Next topic. We are running a little short on time. So, yeah, it's the last one. Well, we got we actually have two at that number. Oh, so we do. Okay. Which okay, one do you okay. want to talk about? We can make the ACA thing short. So let's just start on that one real okay, quick. Wait, so, we can we can go a little bit over. All right. As long so, as it's not too much. Right. Okay. So. 
This week, the Senate voted 51 to 48 to repeal yeah. Obamacare. Well, yeah. sort of. Yeah. They, yeah. They, it was. It was. Yeah. yeah, they did. They voted 51 to 48 to repeal Obamacare. And so many people were like, yay, they were, they're going to repeal Obamacare. Mm-hmm. But that's not what they did. Mm-hmm. They passed a $9.7 trillion budget. Mm-hmm. They agreed to raise the debt ceiling yep. $9.7 trillion. This is by the GOP, the people who yep. are fiscally conservative. Quote, unquote. Quote, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. People who are fiscally conservative. Rand Paul, your, your boyfriend, mm-hmm. <laughs> your boyfriend Rand. Rand Bay. Rand Bay. <laughs> he went out on the, and he was like, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Yep, yeah. That was a great video. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah, no, that was great. He's like, we're supposed to be doing, we're supposed to be the party of fiscal, fiscal conservativity. Yeah. I don't even know if that's a word. Conservatism. Yeah. Fiscal, fiscal conservatism. And we are not proving that. We are just continuing yeah. on doing the exact same thing. Yeah. And he was the only GOP senator to mm-hmm. vote against this budget. I'm sorry, man. I love... I love Rand. I know. I'm just like... I think everybody... That is so sad. Like, and you see, you see exactly how this always ends up being about party lines. You know, because I posted about it and some people were like, how come you didn't give props to the Democrats? And I'm like, because they voted no, because t- removing the ACA was a part of it. They didn't vote no out of their respect and love for fiscal conservatism and balancing the budget. They just they didn't like that Obamacare repeal was in there. Right. Um, the, the only so it was literally, and I'm make and I'm paraphrase. I don't think it was Feinstein. I think it was Boxer. It was one of those two that didn't vote. I don't remember why. It doesn't matter. It was just one person that didn't vote. I think vote. it was Boxer. Yeah, and. Every single Democrat voted no on this budget. Every single Republican voted yes to include somebody I love, Mike Lee. Yeah, Mike Lee. I was and, so upset when Mike yeah. Lee did that. But, and, and the only person, the only other Republican to vote no, Senator Rand Paul, the one that wrote the article on why he wants to and will repeal Obamacare. He wrote an, uh, an op-ed on time. Because that's called being consistent. You can't just rush things. If you, the the road to hell is paved with good intentions, you're just adding more debt, and that just pisses me off. Man. Right, we can we cannot keep expecting future generations to pay for the mistakes we're making now. We Thomas Jefferson said that we need to be this generation needs to pay off its own debts. Mm-hmm. We cannot expect future generations to do that; otherwise, we will bankrupt the country and we'll be living homeless on the lands that our forefathers won for us. That's yes. slightly paraphrased. I can't remember the exact quote. Yeah. Now, um, with, I mean, Rand's plan to change the ACA is fantastic. Like, mm-hmm. they need to, I think they need to do that, but they aren't putting that into place. Yeah. They're just saying, let's get rid of Obamacare. We have nothing else. Mm-hmm. Which, that's an awful idea. Basically, the Republicans are like, woo, get rid of Obamacare. I don't care that there's all this debt in there. Just right. get rid of it. I'm just like, no, that's, that actually makes in my, that makes no sense to me, how you can just ignore fiscal conservatism. I mean, you're, it's almost the same thing. Trying to get rid of Obamacare and how bad it is, and 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 then just adding all this debt in its place. It's like remo- It's like when you put a fire out and then you make another fire somewhere else. It's right. the same you thing. Well, fire out with fire. Yeah, I'm like, no, that's real. In my eyes, same shit. Right. So, 
Um, good on him for staying on top of that. He put out a tweet saying that he had spoken with Donald Trump and Donald is on is is on board with Rand's plan, which includes stuff like uh, uh, yeah, Rand's plan. He he wants um, he wants for all Americans to have the freedom to choose inexpensive insurance, free of government dictates. Yep, perfect. I, that means I don't have to pick a uh, bronze, silver, or gold plan or whatever. I can pick whichever one I want. Mm-hmm. Um, Freedom to save unlimited amount in a health savings account, which is absolutely fantastic because that means I can put money away for in case something bad happens and then I'm in the hospital. I have that money already yes. saved away and it's not getting taxed mm-hmm. and it's not getting hit. Uh, the freedom to buy, a shirt, to buy insurance across state lines, which – okay, so right now it's set up that you can only you – know, we're here in Florida, so we can only buy insurance here in Florida – and only certain companies can sell here in Florida. Yep. That means they can set prices, and it does not. It doesn't promote uh, the free market, and it doesn't promote no. competition. If I can buy across state lines, I can get cheaper insurance from, say, Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Or South Carolina, or mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. and then I don't have to really worry about. Yeah. You know, then you know prices will have to automatically. Yeah, because they'll see down. that they're losing out on you know Floridians buying from them. And then the freedom for all individuals to join together in voluntary associations to gain – I love that word, voluntary <laughs> – to gain the leverage of being part of a large insurance pool. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I live in the city, the small city in Gulfport. So if the city council said, hey, we're going to start a health insurance – there's a small city in Florida called Gulfport. <laughs> uh, we're going to start an insurance pool here, and if you want to join – when if you live here in the city, you can join and come to us about plans. You don't have to, but they would have a citywide one. And yeah. I think that would be absolutely fantastic. If homeowners associations were like, yeah, part of you being a homeowner here, you can join our insurance pool. I think a lot of people would jump on that kind of thing. Yeah. Because it would keep prices down. You wouldn't have to go through employers. You wouldn't have the high premiums. You wouldn't, you know. You'd be able to pick whatever plan best suits you, and I just think that would be the best way to handle this, to keep prices down, mm-hmm. to keep competition up, to yeah. promote the free market, mm-hmm. and we don't have to worry about you know, whether or not we have a bronze, a silver, or gold plan, whether or not we can afford our deductible, whether we can't afford our deductible, all that. It's mm-hmm. just absolutely insane to me that the GOP would even think about getting rid of Obamacare without having a plan to fill that gap. Yeah. And it's just, it's insane. The GOP in what, five days, how long, however long they've been in Congress have pissed me off as much as the DNC, as much as the Democrats did in, you know, 2008 to 2010, and as well as how the DNC handled so much of the election. No, man, I agree. Um, let's see. Um, we're a little bit over. We are a little bit. But maybe people, do you think we should just go ahead and talk about Yeah, let's about just this? talk about Chicago. Okay. All right, so Chicago, there's multiple things to talk about here. One, they had 762 murders last year. Mm-hmm. Highest in I think nineteen years. Yep, and I believe that and I believe that was murders by handgun. I'm not mm-hmm. hundred. Yeah, I'm pretty certain it was in a place where handguns are illegal. 
Yeah, it is, it's the strictest in the country. Yeah. Strictest gun laws in the country. And they have the most uh, murders by handguns. Yeah. Chicago is the perfect the perfect <laughs> evidence that gun control does not yeah. work. And uh, I had talked about that one time, and one of my friends was like, well, well, that's because uh, all your Republicans are selling guns to all of uh, to, to the people. I'm like, I don't know what the hell that statement means. First of all, second of all, who sold weapons to drug dealers in Mexico? Oh, hello, Mr. Eric Holder and yeah, Barack Obama. Holder. Come on, man. You can't you like people don't even think about what they're saying anymore. They're just making it up at this point. Exactly. It's it's really sad and and go, like it's still talking about Chicago. We got our points out there about you know the the death and the guns. They don't want to keep beating a dead horse. Right. The kid that the the um, special needs kid that was um, he was kidnapped kidnapped from the suburbs, <laughs> taken all the way to the inner city by and- by these four teenagers. Three of them were teenagers. One was twenty-four. Okay, so three teenagers and a and a, and a guy. Um, it was a girl. Or a girl, and somebody <laughs> was videotaping. Right, right. And that's five. And they Facebook. Well, no, it was only the four of them. Yeah. It was the four of them. One of them was videotaping. Oh, I thought it was five people. No, it was four of them. Okay. They, well, only four got arrested. So either they're not turning on the f- fifth one, uh, or but I maybe would, I misread that because I I I made prime. Anyways, right. Four got arrested. It was a twenty-four-year-old and yep. three eighteen-year-olds. Um, one of the eighteen-year-olds was friends with yes. the guy. Yep. Yeah. And the reason that they he his parents, uh, the special needs student, the the guy that got kidnapped and tortured um he was friends with one of them at school and he really looked up to the guy and he was like oh no that's my friend and his parents said okay well you can go hang out with them Mm -hmm. and then they take him into the inner city and on facebook live they torture him they uh they scalped him they Mm -hmm. made him drink toilet drink out of the toilet not just drink toilet water but drink out of the toilet they made him say fuck white people fuck trump Mm -hmm. they beat him um and I read something yesterday that he's going to be okay physically, mm-hmm. but mentally, yeah. he's not going to be all that. Like he's not going to trust. Like how do you get that trust back when it's somebody you know mm-hmm. that you think cares about you, that you think is you know a positive person in your life, and they do something like that to you? Who do you trust again after that? Yeah. And for uh, God, what's that guy's? What's that guy's name from CNN? Don Lemon? Don Lemon saying that what they did is not evil. Mm-hmm. I think there's another lady on there's there, too. Another, yeah, there was another lady that said the same thing. But either way, like, that's bullshit. Yeah, and it, it, you even know it's bullshit when freaking Reverend Al Sharpton comes out and says, this is deplorable and it is not acceptable. It's somebody I really don't like, by the way. I, Al Sharpton said this was deplorable and a racist thing because it is. It is. Dude, it if, absolutely was. If four, if four white teenagers and, or three teenagers and an, whatever, four what? white people drive to the inner city, grab a black kid, grab him to the suburbs, torture them online, scalp them, make him drink toilet... Water, make him denounce Barack Obama, make him denounce 
African Americans and and black culture. Uh, and, the NAACP, uh, CNN, MSNBC, HuffPost, oh, everybody yeah. would be up in arms. Everybody would be up Everybody. There would be no question about this. And I'm like, oh, my God. How are people saying this isn't racist? It is racist. Yeah, this was absolutely racist. There was no question about it. Uh, it was it was just wrong. It was evil. It was it was fucking evil. Yeah. If you're listening, Mom, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it was. It was fucking evil. Yeah. And and no one's saying this is Black Lives. I'm, I'm not. Well, I'm saying. I'm not saying this is Black Lives Matter, and that's what they're about. I'm not saying so. But you have to admit that this individual act and these four individuals are evil, and they need to be called out as such. You know. Um, that's uh, that's that's really it. I don't want to beat a dead horse because right. everybody else is talking about this. We everyone's it's, been talking about it. It's been all over everywhere yeah. recently. But yeah, that just made me livid mm-hmm. this week. Um, man, I'm, that was a downer to end the yeah. show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, but yeah, that's actually all we really have for this week. Yep. Um, we, as always, went over time. By a lot more than we wanted to. Yeah, but I, I really don't think anybody really cares. Somebody suggested we go to an hour. I don't know if we can keep going to an hour, um, but I, I really do think half an hour minimum. But I don't want to do more than an hour. I don't think I haven't heard any complaint about us going over. No. So I don't mind us going over, but I want to stick to half an hour just because um, I feel like the hour-long podcasts are too long. Um, and uh, for example, I like short YouTube videos. So I think keeping the podcast shorter uh, is gonna is gonna entice more people to actually go ahead and listen. That's yeah, true. And if we keep it shorter, it's like the Netflix thing where it's like one more episode. Well, it's only a half an hour. Yeah, exactly. Right. And then next thing you know, it's six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, we uh, we have a friend locally here in the in the Kava community, uh, Matt Parks. He. He's pretty big into technology. He does software stuff, apps. And we actually have a meeting with him about 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. Okay, so um, it's we know him. But we're, we're going to have a meeting with him because uh, he, he sort of wants to sponsor us. Um, so we're going to um, hopefully have better equipment. Uh, we're going to have m- uh, better microphones. Um Probably a camera because we do definitely want to do some video stuff. At least I do. Um, <laughs> That's true. At least he does. Yeah, um, and uh, he's also going to help us by hosting and building a website for us. Uh, so uh, we're really trying our best here, and uh, hopefully through the help we get from him, um, we uh, will get a lot more uh, reach out there. Um, if you guys have any suggestions for us, please feel free to share with me or Matt, uh, and uh, we'll take them into consideration. Yeah, put them on our, you know, we have our the Money Waters of Freedom Facebook page. You yeah. can put them right there on the page. We don't care if you put them there or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll definitely take a look at it. Uh, I have gotten recommendations from some of you. I know I haven't, we kind of touched on the gun control yes. thing a little yeah. bit, but uh, some people wanted me to uh, talk about some other aspects of it. And we'll look into it. Um, but thank you all for listening. We do appreciate it. One month. Well, you already went through all your guys. Yep, uh, I'm good. Yeah. But I'll, I'll join you. Okay, so uh, we're going to do one last Bula before we go. Shells up. Yep. Bula. Bula.
All right, guys. Thank you for joining us today. And uh, please, please like and share. Yep, definitely. Yeah, if you like our show, the best thing you can do for us is share this with your friends and family, because we want we, we want more people listening to us. We're we're really not making money off of this. Yeah, we make yet. Nothing. But I I do want more people to listen to us. To be honest. Um, uh, but yeah, you got anything else, dude? No. All right, guys. Well, we're we're going. We don't need roads.